Hello and welcome. You are listening to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison, and I'm so glad you are here today. We are going to be talking about a little bit of a controversial topic, in my opinion, about genetics versus lifestyle, root causes of your health. And what really triggered this for me is that I saw a quote from a physician on Instagram that said, genetics aren't the problem, your habits are. Genetics may load the gun, but diet and lifestyle pull the trigger. Eat real food, lead a healthy lifestyle, and watch your health improve. And of course, everyone shared this post and was like, yes, if you just ate healthy, you wouldn't have any health issues or diseases or worries. And, you know, I really used to buy into this theory. And it's what we're taught in the quote unquote natural world, chiropractic, nutrition, wellness circles, sometimes even functional medicine physicians will really hammer this in. And now I find that this way of thinking really actually triggers me. It upsets me. Because you can get sick, even if you are perfect by these standards, and you eat perfect, and you exercise perfect, and you do everything right, it doesn't mean that you can always avoid illness. And I think that it's a form of victim blaming and patient blaming, and it's so prominent. And it also puts all of the control on the patient, and then all of the failure on the patient when they do get sick. And we've created this illusion of complete control over our health and bodies that we forget about the truth of what's going on in our environment, what industrial waste is doing in our bodies and our water, how medical procedures and medication or what's in our food directly affects our health on a daily basis. So yes, first of all, yes, your lifestyle directly impacts your health. There's no way around that. Um, You have to eat healthy. (laughs) We have to take care of our bodies. And another part in that quote is that eating real food means something different to everyone, honestly. And what this doc means probably is meaning eating whole food, fresh food, vegetables, fruits, meat, and the part about adding in processed food, fake foods, sugars, dyes make you sick. 100% absolutely. You can dramatically change your health by changing your food. Um, This is a staple of what I work with my patients on, is changing their food styles, the patterns of they eat, and what they eat. I'll give you a quick example. Using myself, as always, my biggest cheat was my coffee creamer. And I thought, it's not a big deal. It's just a few calories and carbs. It's gluten and dairy-free. It's fine. And I drink it every morning, just a little bit. And Finally, I looked at the ingredients and I said, oh my gosh, I have to stop drinking this. After two days, my morning IBS was gone. I used to be running to the bathroom four times in the morning. I couldn't leave the house until 10 o'clock. I didn't want to even schedule patients in the morning because I didn't know how my gut was going to react. And now I don't have to. So why what changed? That coffee creamer is vegetable oil. It's a third ingredient. And What's so funny is that I told one of my friends, I said, oh, I stopped drinking that coffee creamer. Oh my gosh, I'm so much better. She said, oh, why? I said, well, vegetable oil. She said, there's nothing wrong with vegetable oil. It's healthy. It's good for you. You're supposed to be eating it. So this is where that real food conversation comes in. Vegetable oil is not real food, but marketing has trained us to think fake foods like margarine and vegetable oil and all these high inflammatory foods and DNA damaging foods are good for us. 
So we actually have to relearn what's good for us. Um, so cutting that out really changed my body and my health and it's not struggling anymore. So that's wonderful. I have a million stories of my patients who cut their inflammatory foods out and their lives have changed. But this is the illusion of control. And I want to be careful with this, but I also want you to take some pressure off of yourself of the feeling that we need to be perfect and we can control everything because we actually have very little control of our environment, our foods, our air, and what we are exposed to. All you have to do right now is pull up the news and look at what's going on in our world, like what's in our water, um, what's going on in Hawaii with the military bases dumping toxic chemicals into the water and they are drinking it there and they're becoming very, very sick. And if you can't tell me that if they just ate better, they wouldn't get sick. And if they would just filter their water, then their health wouldn't be an issue. So even though that they're, the Navy and the government's, quote, purifying the water, they're still finding petroleum and other products in there that are going to be causing issues. So you can't check your Brita filter and say, oh, it filters out nuclear waste and petroleum products. It doesn't. So we're still drinking that. We don't even know it. What about people who live in St. Louis who are being exposed to nuclear waste every single day? You can't tell me if they ate more salads that they would be healthier and it would just undo everything that we're exposed to. What about infections that we can't control? Like we can control a little bit, but with Epstein-Barr or COVID, so many people, including myself, are having long hauler reactions. I've had Epstein-Barr. I've been dealing with it for over 20 years. Now I'm supporting my body the best I can, but this just has become part of my life. Now, other things that are in our water from industrial waste in our soil and in our food are diabetogens, obesogens, and xenohormones. Those are terms you might not have ever heard before. These are proven to be causing obesity, hence the term obesogens, diabetes, which are from diabetogens and hormone issues. So when we are talking about, wow, we have this major epidemic of obesity and diabetes and heart disease and people who do everything they can and they can't lose weight and we go, oh, they just need to eat healthy. Oh, they just must have horrible health habits. Oh, they're not taking care of themselves. They're you know, we put all these horrible labels on people, but maybe we need to take a look at where they're living. What are they being exposed to? Why, do they, why does everyone in this area have diabetes or cancer? What's going on in their environment? How do we clean this up and support them? And so just this, obviously I get upset. So taking a moment to stop assuming we all have impeccable control over our lives because we lead a specific lifestyle is a fallacy. And now the deeper part of this, and remember that your body was exposed to so much more than what you realize or even remember. So you were an egg inside your mom's ovary while she was a fetus inside your grandmother. How crazy is that? So what your grandmother was exposed to directly exposed your mother and directly exposed your genes as an egg. So you might just be looking at your life and what you've done, but you have to remember all the things that your mom was exposed to and your grandmother was exposed to is now part of your body, your DNA, your health, and the way 
your genes are able to work or not work or how your immune system works or doesn't work. And so we can't just sit back and blame ourselves or blame what our grandmothers were exposed to. And we also can think back about all the things that we thought were good, right? How many ads have you seen about doctor-recommended cigarettes or being sprayed with DDT or all of the things that uh, we used to just assume were fine because science said it was good, but now we're like, oh, wow, that was that was not good. So ideally, what my goal for this conversation really is, one, stop blaming or shaming yourself. And when you look at other people to maybe stop and reduce that judgment a little bit, because we have no idea what caused someone illness. It might be their lifestyle. It could be their genetics. Absolutely. It could be unknown exposures. It could be something that happened in their family. There's so many things that are out of our control at this moment that when you look back at your own life and your own health, that you can sit back and go, okay, I'm, I'm going to take control for what I can control. I'm going to let go of control where I can let go of control. And maybe this inspires you to fight for your community and your state to improve water and, and industry practices. The other part with your health is to accept where you are now. Decide what needs to be changed and start taking those steps. You can absolutely do testing for your genetics, which can be very helpful. Um, I offer genetic testing for my patients and we can get it for cheaper without selling your information or your DNA or needing any extra coding websites. And I do find that's helpful for people who do have some mutations or are struggling with long-term issues and not getting any results. And we can also test for what triggers your body, like toxins or nail polish or mold or aerosols, things in our water and our food. And we can piece these small things together and really do filter your water and eat organic as much as you can and stop eating the crap and junk like soda and um, popcorn and all the things that are making us sick and take supplements, of course, to support the nutrition that we're missing and really learn about xenohormones, obesogens, diabetogens, all these things that are affecting your health and is hidden by the FDA. So... Take control of what you can control. Relax around the things that you can relax around. Stop shaming and blaming because you don't deserve that and nobody deserves that. And if you see someone say, oh, if you just would eat healthier or take this supplement or do this better, you could be cured. Know that they don't see that big picture and maybe educate them on that. Okay. So as always, if you're looking for personalized care and support, please reach out and schedule a consult with me and we can create a plan together to support your health, navigate your issues, find solution. And thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to like and subscribe and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison. If you would like personalized care and testing, you can schedule an initial consult online and get started with your wellness plan right away or message us on Facebook at Little Black Bag Medicine. Thanks for tuning in and see you next week.